everyone. Welcome back to Raising His Kids. You've got your hosts here, Lauren and Tony, and today we've got a festive holiday episode. That's right. The holiday edition of the podcast is finally here, so many step families are dreading the holidays and we're here to be the support you need. Exactly. We've got a great episode for you, ready for a sleigh full of stories, tips, and maybe even a few festive laughs as we navigate the wonderland of blended family celebrations during the most magical time of year. We'll be dishing out advice on managing traditions, coordinating with co-parents, and making sure every member of your blended family feels the warmth of the season. Whether you're navigating this for the first time or you're a seasoned holiday pro, we've got something special for you. So whether you're untangling your Christmas lights or sipping cocoa by the fire, we're excited to have you here for this episode. Don't forget to leave us a review. The support makes us extra merry. Now grab your peppermint coffee or your mulled wine and let's get into it. But before we do, Lauren, I just had to ask because what you wrote made me want to know what is your favorite Starbucks festive drink? I'm such a Scrooge when it comes to holiday flavors. But um, the one that I tried recently, because I don't like gingerbread and I don't like peppermint and like all that fun stuff. But I tried one recently called um, a creme brulee latte and that's on their holiday menu. And it was really good. We don't have that one here. I've noticed that our festive flavors are different to yours, but my favorite, yeah, but my favorite is because it's hot here, I really enjoy getting a peppermint mocha frappuccino with an extra shot of coffee. Oh, okay. So do you guys usually get your Christmas drinks iced? I normally do, unless of course it's like a rainy day because like lately we're having our summer storms and like the temperature's dropping dramatically. It's going from like 37 degrees heat to like 10 degrees cold. Oh man. Yeah. That, those, uh, those changes are always really rough. I guess no matter what season you're in. That's it. But yeah, I tend to, in summer, I drink my coffee cold. So I really enjoy my peppermint mocha frappuccino. Although if it is cool, I, I'm kind of like sometimes depending on what mood I'm in, cause I'm not really a big fan of ginger, but I do like the gingerbread um, latte. Do you? My sister mm-hmm. just got one called, uh, I think it was gingerbread chai latte, and it tasted exactly like gingerbread. I was like yeah. amazed at how similar it tasted to gingerbread. Yeah. So I thought I had to ask you that when I read what you wrote. So it's like, interesting. <laughs> but we have other like coffee shops similar to Starbucks that don't do festive drinks, which just blows my mind. That is surprising. I feel like that's like a really good uh, money maker there for those companies. Are they like big right. like Starbucks? Yeah, Starbucks has only really popped up here in Australia in the last few years, at least where I am in Australia. Like there was always one in like the capital cities. And I remember applying for a job with them that I didn't get as an area manager like four or five years ago before I fell pregnant with Miss K. Obviously, I didn't get the job, but that's when they were really doing their rebranding and branching out and doing more franchising and really growing the brand here. But like we have other coffee shops here in Queensland, like Zarafas and Gloria Jeans, but none of them do seasonal flavors. And I really hate that like we get pumpkin spice here in springtime, not like autumn. That's surprising that they don't like alter it for you guys because who wants pumpkin spice in the spring? I don't mind because I, I oh. like a pumpkin <laughs> spice. I, I get a pumpkin spice frappuccino because it's like quite hot so I get the cold drink and I love it but I'm like why can't we just get it both both seasons like why can't we have it in our autumn and get it in our spring to go with like Halloween and everything right Right. and they never have enough really what like they run out yeah yeah they run out of the seasoning it's like because all of their stock like all their flavors and stuff is literally imported from the states 
Oh, they don't okay. manufacture it here. So that like wherever they make it for Starbucks in the US, it gets imported here. So they never have enough. <laughs> Seems like a bad uh, choice there to not order in that. Or well, I guess you don't want to be left with extras, but that sucks that they always run out. I'm not oh, a big pumpkin spice person either, oh, though. I'll keep drinking it. I'll drink it all year round. <laughs> My husband will too. <clears throat> oh, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your Christmas traditions, schedules, and all that. How do you manage Christmas with all your family? All right, so I know we talked about it last year, but we've had a few new listeners, and I don't know if everyone's gotten to catch up on episodes, although I did receive a message tonight from someone who only found us a week ago and has listened to all of our episodes. Oh, my God, that's commitment. I love it. It is commitment. And, you know, I know, like, this is what episode 54, so I know it's not a lot, but it kind of is a lot because we record every week and we've been recording every week for a year, which is yeah, pretty amazing. 54 hours. <laughs> and exactly. Longer than 54 hours when you think about it because some yeah. of our talks go for like three hours when we lose track of time. <laughs> right. But yeah, so this, this listener is committed and she's caught all up and yeah. But anyway, so anyone who hasn't listened, we do – half day Christmas, which is not always, I know, I know last year when we first started the podcast, I copped a lot of hate going, how dare you make your children split the day, but it's what the kids want. They want to see, they want to see all of their family on the day to them. They understand, especially the boys, they're at the age that they understand what the day is. They want to see each other. Even Big K now, like he's like, you know what? I just don't want to split my birthday. That just makes him anxious. Whatever. We're surprising him by celebrating his birthday this weekend. So he's getting like celebrated like, what is it? 18 days early. We're celebrating his birthday because he's not with me for three weeks this year because for the American listeners, this is the summer break for Australians. So it's six weeks. We've got to split three weeks each. So this year for the first time ever. And I know I told you last year, I was like, oh my God, I got them to agree. And I talked to talk to you about it throughout the year, but yes, we're sticking to it. So the boys come to us this Friday. They're with us until Christmas day. They leave to go to their other parents. Big K will leave to go to his dad. And then the boys are all gone for three weeks. So we're three weeks with just Miss K, which is kind of perfect. Um, my husband will have two weeks at home with her. And then he... Sorry, he'll have one week at home with her. Then he starts his new job and then the boys come home for the last week of school holidays and then they go back to school for the new year. So I'm really excited because it's the first time in the like six years that we've been together that the Christmas schedules aligned and for the full six weeks, we have the boys at the same time rather than having them at odd times. So very excited right. for that. Yeah, that's nice. I'm and sure the boys yes, appreciate that too. They're just like blown away. They're like, oh my God, you mean like, Big J said, he's like, you mean Big K is going to be here for the whole time we're here? I'm like, yes. And he's like, yes. He's like, it's boring when he's not here. Like they fight like brothers, but they love each other like brothers. Like they miss it when they're not all together. Um, So they're all excited. And because we do the elves, we're talking about traditions here. So we do the elves. My husband introduced that. I think he introduced it the year I was pregnant with Miss K. So in 2019 and- Funnily enough, I've gotten stuck with it because he did it for a year and he thought that he could just stop doing it. 
And I was like, no, "No, like it has to keep going until the youngest child doesn't believe anymore. And he's like, what? So (laughs) I'm the one who's stuck with coming up with things. And then he decided last year that he was going to add two more elves because little Jay and big K asked for their own elf because they believed that the elf that we had looked like Miss K. So they're like, we want elves that look like us. And then we coincidentally named them Dumb and Dumber because, you know, that that's our playful name for the boys. Right. Not because they're stupid, just because they act like the characters out of Dumb and Dumber. Need to clarify before anyone decides yeah. to come at me with some hate this year. Right. Um, but yeah, so for Christmas, we split the day. We're quite happy splitting the day. I know the other parents want to do year about, but the kids still want to see their other siblings. And they have siblings. Well, Big K has siblings in both houses and Big and Little J have siblings in this house. So they don't right. want to feel like they're missing out on anything that's happening here. Definitely. And, you know, like we we do a Santa photo every year. I know doing Santa photo, taking the kids to the mall and getting a photo with a random stranger isn't for everybody, but we do it. And Big J said, oh, I don't have to do it this year since I know the truth. And my husband goes, oh, what do you think this is? Like, yeah, you're getting in that photo. Until your sister no longer wants a photo, you're getting a photo (laughs) and there's nothing you can do about it. He's like, I don't care if you're in your, if you're 20, you're still getting a photo with your sister. It's so funny. Because there's there's 10 years apart. So when she's 10, if she still believes and he's 20, he's got to put his big boy pants on and come get a photo with her. Yeah. And she'll remember it. Yeah, she will. And she'll love that every single picture she has, all of her brothers are in. From the moment we got together, we have always done a Christmas photo together, a Santa photo together. We've never separated the kids. It's just gone from, you know, because like big, Big J has photos from when he was little by himself and then they added little J and Big K's got photos of him by himself. There was the year that he was really scared of Santa, so he didn't get one. And then that was when he, that's when he was two. And then when he was, I lined up for like an hour to get a Santa photo and he would not have a bar of it. I was devastated. This this was before like COVID and having to book for your Santa photo. So COVID, bless you. Like at least now we can book our Santa photos. Um, And then when he was three, he got a photo with his cousins because he wanted a Santa photo, but didn't want one by himself. That's fair enough. And. And then when he was four, he got a photo with his brothers and it's just been, and then when he was five, he got one with his brothers. When he was six, that's the year we added Miss Case. So like, it's always been the four, like for her, it's always been the four of them. We don't separate them. I know some people do. We don't, we just get the one photo. Like it's a snapshot in time, right? Like right. that's, that's what our kids were like at that time. Like I, I'm also not spending hundreds of dollars. Yeah. I buy the I buy the cheapest package and I get one photo. Yeah. I mean that's all you need because it's not like the kids really want like copies of it to like hang in their own rooms and stuff. I would assume I know T wouldn't, so you only need one picture. It's for us. We put it in a frame and we rotate it out every year and we put the others like away. I love that. That's really cute. We so, I was correct. we were talking about taking Miss A and T to go and get a Santa picture, but she does not do well with men who aren't her dad. So I'm like, I feel like she would just scream the whole time and we wouldn't get a good picture. That she cries whenever any other men hold her. Maybe I should share when this episode airs. I'll share Big K's first Santa photo. Oh, you should. That would be funny. <laughs> Literally, he is jumping out of Santa's arms. Like, it's like an action shot. And they were like, oh, my God, you know, would you like to come back at another time? I said, no, that photo is perfect. Like, (laughs) that is perfect. (laughs) 
it just, you know, it's like someone commented, I, I posted a photo of Miss K and she was pulling her face and they were like, oh, I love her face. And I said, it's not always about getting the perfect image. It's about getting the candid image about what the moment is actually like. Exactly. I completely agree. And sometimes that's just way better than a picture where they're sitting peacefully and smiling. Exactly. And, you know, you could do, I know that I have friends that they've gone to get Santa photos and their kids wouldn't sit. So they've had to get in it. So maybe you and your husband just need to be dressed and ready just in case you need to jump into the photo. That's a good point, actually. I never even thought of us being in the photo. We'll see. Heaps heaps of my friends do like full family Santa photos. So, Oh, really? I feel like it's cute. For Mm -hmm. me, it would be cuter with just the kids, but I don't even know where I would go for that because our mall doesn't even do them anymore. What? Yeah, because like all the stores are closing. Yeah. My brother has a friend who, what? All your, all like all your malls are like empty because the stores are closing. They're not like empty, but they're like getting there. Yeah. They're like, it's like they're going out of style, I guess, and they're all like closing. Yeah. We used to have like three malls in our area and now there's only one. That is crazy. We, if anything, we're seeing like ridiculous growth. Like we might have, we might have malls that have like empty tenancies, but like the, the center themselves are massive. Right. Yeah. I don't know like what happened. It's all been within like the last, I don't know, like seven ish years. And they just like closed one of our malls to make it um, condos or something like that. Wow. COVID wouldn't have helped. No, I think that's like probably where it all started getting really bad. So what about you? What are you guys doing for Christmas? Like what traditions are you starting now that you have Miss A? Because possibly things are going to be different now because you're always going to have Miss A and hopefully you might actually be able to have tea when you're supposed to have him at Christmas. Right. That would be nice. So we don't have him this year for Christmas. So we do every other year and we don't have him this year. We had him for Thanksgiving. So, but the way it falls this year, Christmas Day is on like a Monday, I think. And that weekend is our weekend. So we'll have him up until Christmas Eve. So it does kind of work out still that as long as Bio Mom doesn't change things at the last second, that we'll still have him Mm -hmm. like up until Christmas Eve. So we'll just celebrate that weekend. And we've celebrated Christmas with him every year so far on a different day than Christmas Day. And He's just as happy with it. So although we would prefer to have him on the like on the years that we're supposed to, uh, Bio Mom always takes it away from us. And uh, so we just celebrate on a different day. And it's usually like he doesn't care as long as he's getting to celebrate with our side of the family, too. He doesn't care. Yeah. So do you do it like with your husband's family, like all together or is it just you guys as a small family? Yeah, so we do like just us in the morning um, and then we go over to his parents' house. He doesn't have siblings or anything, so it's just us and his parents. And we go over there like in the afternoon mm-hmm. and they like they do like a second Christmas celebration too where they'll make, make another Christmas dinner and like all that stuff so we can celebrate with him. Um, so to him, it's just like regular Christmas. Yeah, nice. It might be different as his sister gets older. Like while she's a baby, she doesn't know any different. But what are you going to do with Miss A? Are you going to like let her celebrate and open gifts with tea and then do it again on Christmas Day? Because I know that my husband went overboard and bought Miss K double the amount of presents than what we did the boys. And his justification was, well, the boys get two Christmases. So why can't we give her twice as much as we give them? Yeah, that was that's kind of my thought too, because 
he gets massive amounts of gifts from his mom and he definitely gets at least double because he has two mm-hmm. different Christmases. So it's like, she get double too, just because her parents are together doesn't mean she shouldn't get as many things, right? But um, mm-hmm. this year we got her a lot of like things that she needs. So we got her like silicone spoons and like stuff like that that she doesn't actually care about. It's not like a toy or anything, but she needed it. So we just like got it and we'll just have her unwrap it. So we're going to give her her toys when tea is here. So that they can mm-hmm. open toys and play with toys together. And then we'll do like all the other like boring stuff. Yeah. Like on Christmas Day with his parents and everything like that. Because yeah, you could give a infant a cardboard box and they'd be happy. Literally, while I was getting ready to record this, I set out all her toys over here. And she wants to play with my headphone cord. So that's all. She doesn't care. <laughs> she doesn't. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny. Yeah, so um, with the elf thing, I know I talked about this passionately last year, but I hate the concept of the elf. Like, I don't want to make, I think it's cute, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to make a 25-day commitment during the busiest time of the year to set up an elf every night. Um, So we don't do the elf at all. We've explained it to, because T's mom does it. So we've explained it to him that the elf stays over there. And I don't know what we're going to do when she gets old enough. I'm hoping that that tradition goes away for most people. Because I don't know what we're going to oh, well, do. I know, I know Big K's other house does gnomes. And the gnomes don't do as much as the elf. Okay. But I know you and your Irish heritage don't like little things. Like you could even do like, <laughs> you could get a green elf and call it a leprechaun. Leprechaun elf. Yeah. <laughs> that would actually be funny. But this just segues to our listener question. So I'm going to start with the question, which was about the elf, which is third okay. on the list. Okay. So I'm going to start with that one. So elf on the shelf tradition, it's a bit of a stressor over here at the moment. And I didn't realize I messaged this stepmom back from the question box and I said, feel free. So this is for any stepmoms. Feel free to look in the highlights on my page on my blended chaos. I do have an elf ideas, which is where I post because rather than filling up my, my feed with elf posts, um, because my elf ideas aren't actually really that good. They're just quick, easy, exciting ones for the kids, right? Maybe I might compile some of them into a reel. But instead oh, of yeah, filling my feed idea. with it, instead of filling my feed with it, I've just put them in my stories every night and I put them and then I add them to a highlight reel so that they stay so that everyone else can enjoy them as well. But what I didn't realize is like in the chaos that is life which I didn't even fill you in on everything before we started recording. So maybe we do a little catch up at the end. This stepmom had messaged us at some point and obviously neither of us saw it. And I messaged her back originally saying, saying, you know, check out what's in my um, highlights. And then I saw that she'd messaged us when I posted in the stories about, do you do Elf on the Shelf? Lauren doesn't do it. Check out our previous holiday episode to find out why. And she'd messaged saying that Biomum introduced it a year before the divorce and left the elf in the house when she left. And then stepmoms moved into the house and she's got these elves that she needs to move around and she doesn't want to do it. And I said, write a letter stating that they don't need the elf anymore. And like the elves need to go to another family because Biomum's brought brand new elves and uses these new elves in this new house oh so i'm like just just write a letter saying this is this is goodbye or you know 
as it gets close to Christmas, go, hey, just letting you know, we're not coming back this year. We found a new family that needs us more than you as you've got other elves that watch over you in your other home right. sort of thing. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I feel like um, the way like social media and stuff has made these elves, it's like there's so much pressure to do like these crazy things that make a huge mess in your house. It's like, just keep it so simple. It doesn't have to be like that extravagant. So if you're going to do it, just make it simple. Like you don't need to put flour all over the first floor of your house. Do like a tiny little spot Mm -hmm. in your kitchen. Right. So that's what I was going to do tonight because I need to bake tomorrow. But I thought maybe I could do it tomorrow night and go, we saw mom was baking. So we thought we'd have a try and like just spill some flour on the bench. Yeah. I did like one year I did like sprinkle angels rather than snow angels. I did sprinkle angels. And I literally put a plate down, like I've got a big serving plate. I put that down, covered it in sprinkles and then did sprinkle angels. That's cute. Um, And easy to clean I also, exactly. And I buy, and I literally just tipped it back into the sprinkle jar. Right. (laughs) But we buy our elves. We don't buy the expensive elf, official elf on the shelf. We got our elves from like the dollar store. Oh, okay. I didn't even realize so still- there was an official one, honestly. Yeah, there's an official one and there's like elves behaving badly, which are unofficial ones and they're sold at, well, at least our cheapy shops, which is the equivalent to you, like your dollar stores. But like tonight I had my husband sneak in when Miss K and Big K went to sleep and take a pair of their sneakers out of their wardrobe. And so tonight we're doing a shoe-shoe train. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. And so We've got a set of everyone's sneakers. I'm going to line it up and I'm going to fill it with like Barbies and elves. That's really cute. Miss K will love that one. She will. She loved it. Last night we had her elf was hiding in rolls of toilet paper dressed as a snowman. And her brother's elves, one had wrapped the other in poo covered toilet paper, which was just where I like colored it in in blotches with textile. Oh, yeah. I actually thought it was the best thing ever. But even right. then, at, at the age of three, like, well, she's almost four, but she's happy to just have them move around the house. She thinks that's exactly. the best thing ever. Right. And, like, kids are not that easy to, like, get excited. Like, they're going to be excited just because they have an elf. So don't kill yourself making, a, making, like, these crazy extravagant elf things. That's it. And if one house does it, you don't have to do it. Like, we do it. Karen's house doesn't do it. Karen 2.0 oh, really? does it, but she does it with gnomes instead of elves. Yeah, so you could always make it different like that too. Exactly. Like there's no pressure to do it, to do it, to not do it. We kept telling the kids that the elves weren't coming. We said we hadn't heard from Santa, so we didn't think the elves were coming. Oh. <laughs> so because I was trying to get out of doing it, and then my husband had the grandest idea that 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 we needed to get a Christmas tree for Miss Kay's doll's house. And I'm like, well, we can't just get her a Christmas tree. Obviously, the elves need to bring it, like right. an elf-sized Christmas tree. Right. So the elves are back for another year. But I don't know. I was talking to a friend of mine today, and her name's also Tony, but I was talking about how I feel like with Big K, I need to make up for the years that he had so many crappy Christmases where I wasn't the best mom that I could be because of the situation I was in. Uh-huh. And she... She like she really turned it on me. She's like, you did the best that you could and you were in a really shitty situation. Like, don't be hard on yourself. Like, look at him, look at the person he's become. And he sees the effort of everything that you do. And when and when right. he finds out the truth, he's gonna know that I was doing all this the whole time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's also one of those things where it's like, depending on your circumstances, it's going to depend on how much you can put into it, too. So if you're doing like your best, then, you know, don't like, well, at least try not to beat yourself up too much for not being like all in on like a Christmas tradition when you're mm -hmm. all in on every single other part of life for these kids. That's it. Let's talk about another Christmas tradition that's not Elf on the Shelf. Every year since, so Big K started daycare when he was four months old. So his birthday is three days after Christmas. So I used to send him on the last day of daycare, I'd send in cupcakes so that he could do a birthday celebration, but I always did Christmas cupcakes, right? So now that he's been at school for his end of year class party, he always asks for Christmas cupcakes. And like half the reason I was a nutcase today was because not only am I stressed about mediating with the narcissist tomorrow, it's the fact that I promised my kid I would make Christmas cupcakes. And do you think oh. I could find in the supermarket the Christmas decorations that I wanted for the Christmas cupcakes I, could, I told him that I would make? Right. That sucks. And so I ended up turning around to him and I said, this coal sucks. Can I please just buy a bag of Christmas M&Ms, which is just red and green M&Ms. I said, I will do chocolate cupcakes with vanilla icing and cover them in M&Ms. And he goes, yeah, okay. Yeah. They're so easy to please. And we all like pressure. bend over backwards. It's the pressure I put on myself to outdo oh, the sure. year before. I've done Christmas tree cupcakes. I've done Santa hat cupcakes. Last year I did reindeer cupcakes. So like I put all this pressure on me. Like I need to make my cupcakes better than everyone else's. Like I need to be the best mom. And he's just like, yeah, okay. I just want to bring cupcakes because like, <laughs> it's something that I've always done. Right. And he wants Christmas cupcakes and I put it in my head that I need to make the, them these extravagant cupcakes. And he's just like, yeah, okay. Chuck some red and green M&Ms on it. Yeah, exactly. So easy to please. <laughs> so easy to please. So what other listener questions or statements do we have? So the next one we have is teenage era for stepkids. Like, what do I do if they refuse to come over? So I feel like this one, teenagers, teenagers are tough. It is tough, but... I'm going to take a book out of Scarlet from Enjoying Your Blended Family's book. Mm -hmm. So my husband and I have always said there is going to come a time where the kids don't want to come here. And until that day, we will continue to split the day. Right. And this is why we split the day. Right. And we don't put a lot of pressure on them. Like, you know, we don't make them do a Christmas lunch. We do a breakfast with them when we have them in the morning and we do a dinner when we have them of the afternoon. So they can come here, open their presents, enjoy their presents, and then we eat dinner at a normal dinner time. Right. We don't want to put too much pressure on them because kids don't want to sit down and eat a meal anyway. Right. But we've always said there will come a time where they don't want to come here and we won't force them. And Scarlett posted about this at Thanksgiving. She said the first time that she really enjoyed Thanksgiving was when she stopped putting pressure on her children to come home for Thanksgiving. Right. And that's when her children wanted to start coming home for Thanksgiving. Exactly. Especially teenagers do not respond well to like that sort of pressure where they feel like they're being forced or like smothered and like they have to come over. They don't respond well to that. I know like as it, when I was a teenager, if my mom acted like that towards anything, I did the exact opposite. So if my parents weren't together at the time, I never would have gone to my mom's house because I know that she would have done that. Exactly. And we know just from how the other parents have acted in the younger years, like going, we want the day to ourselves and why do we have to split the day? They're the ones that as the kids get older, are going to say, you have to come here. 
you have to come here. You have to be here for Christmas lunch. You have to come see me because they they don't see the the day about being about the kids and what the kids want. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the notes I have in here is that keeping the kids at the forefront of your mind at Christmas is like pretty much essential. So I know it sucks and it hurts, but I feel like just if they don't want to come, don't force them and see if they'll celebrate on a different day, maybe. Absolutely. Like, okay, so let's put this into perspective. I'm 33 years old and I've said to my mom, I'm not coming over on Christmas Day because we don't have the kids for the whole day. We have them in the morning. You're more than welcome to come here for breakfast, but I would like to do Christmas lunch with you on Christmas Eve. Now I'm working Christmas Eve. So I said, hey, mom, can we back bump it back a day and we'll do Christmas Eve Eve. Right. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll do our Christmas lunch on that day where I'll come over, you can give the kids a gift, we'll eat a Christmas lunch, we'll have ham and we'll listen to Christmas music and we'll swim in the pool. She's like, right. great. And she said, I'll let you know if I'm coming over for breakfast. She's like, but don't count on it. Like, I know your father likes to sleep in. That's fine. No pressure. Like, right. here's me as an adult doing that. Like my older brother messaged and said, what are we all doing for Christmas? And I said, I don't know about the others because I don't talk to my sister. And my other brother, we don't really talk, but I'd already invited them to come spend like come to a Christmas um, lunch with us pre-Christmas because I know that they were going to my sister-in-law's house, uh, like sister-in-law's mum's house. And I said to him, I said, look, this is what I'm doing on this day at mum's house. You're more than welcome to come. You're also more than welcome to come do breakfast with me and the kids Christmas morning if you want to see all four of my kids. Right. Which understandably, if they didn't want to because they have kids too, right? That brother doesn't. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I would go over. But if if it was like just like us and Miss A, I wouldn't. We're not going anywhere Christmas morning. We're just like hanging at the house. That's it. And like I still like I still invited my sister, even though she doesn't talk to me. I still invited my other brother and his wife, even though I know they have Christmas plans. Just going, hey, just letting yeah. you all know, we only have the kids for half the day, so we're not spending a quarter of our day in the car with them. If you want to sure. see them come to our house exactly but and that's totally but no pressure but no but pressure also, like, like my siblings and I and my parents celebrate Christmas on New Year's Eve because otherwise we would either all be so three of us live out of state and we would be missing one like alternating every year we would always be missing one Christmas and lining that up would be hard and then my brother who still lives local he has to split the day every day and especially now that there's babies involved, like we want to be together all day. Mm -hmm. So we celebrate Christmas on New Year's instead. So it's like not really about when you celebrate as long as you're celebrating. Exactly. My big thing though is, sorry, my big thing is when you have children born around Christmas, Yeah. do not celebrate their birthday on Christmas. Do not intertwine those celebrations. So we... We're trying to get together with uh, my husband's brothers, right? And his brother that's like a couple of years younger than him got the shits because we had no weekend availability because I'm working every weekend, both days leading up to Christmas, except for the day I took off to celebrate Big K's birthday. And he's like, oh, what? So you have no weekend availability. What's that? And he's gone, Tony works retail. She's yeah. working every day leading up to Christmas. To this is our availability. Yeah, this is our availability. 
if you want to see us, we can do Sunday mornings, like, because I don't start until 12. So, you know, we can do like between nine and 11. Great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he selected the time. So then we let the other brother know and they're coming. And then all of a sudden my mother-in-law's coming. And when I planned Big K's birthday, so when we planned this Christmas, I hadn't yet sent, sent anything out for Big K's birthday. And then my husband's like, oh, are you inviting my family? I said, oh, if you want me to, like, they've never really come to celebrate Big K's birthday, but okay. And I just sent them a message. And I said, we would like to keep this separate from Christmas celebrations Fair. because it it really irked me last year because we had Miss K's birthday. It was the first time we could actually throw a birthday party since COVID. Mm-hmm. None of his family came and oh. we caught up the next day to do Christmas presents. And while we were giving Christmas presents, they gave her birthday presents. Um, no, I don't like that. That was also a month after Christmas. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't think her birthday was that close to Christmas. No, it's a month after. Right. So it's like... So it's like, if you can't, like, I feel like Christmas celebrations need to be kept within the month of December. Yeah. And I mean, it's deserved to have, like, because every other kid gets a, their own birthday celebration. So, like, especially in your family, you've got three others who they all have their own birthday celebration. Why should one of them, either Big K or mm-hmm. Little K, like, why should either of them have it, like, combined with another holiday? It just seems, like, unfair to those little kids. Exactly. And like, that's why I said to my husband, I said like, Big K's gone from Christmas Day for three weeks and we got him like a boogie board. Do you know what a boogie board is? Yeah. Okay. So we got him a boogie board and a beach towel so that he could enjoy it all summer long for the holidays. That's that's what his birthday gift is because we keep it quite simple for birthdays because my husband goes all out at Christmas. So birthdays is normally like one or two simple presents. Mm-hmm. And I said to my husband, I said, we can't give this to him when he comes back to us in January. Like summer's over. Right. I said, so let's celebrate his birthday at the beginning of the school holidays. So he's like starting off with a bang because he's got his best friend's sleepover, which he's going go-karting for the next day. And then he's secretly being celebrated his birthday on the Sundays. So he's going to be like, oh my God, why am I celebrating my birthday? Because, you know, he's right. going to be all, he's going to go autism on me and go, it's not my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair though. I would be shocked too if I was celebrated a month early. <laughs> Yeah, so but I just wanted to make it a surprise for him and make it yeah. exciting because he knows he's not going to be with me this year because I've like reminded him he's not going to be with me because he's like, oh, I'll see you. And I'm like, no, you won't. He's right. like, what? Yeah, so, yeah, that's tough, but that's nice. All right, we got to so, get back to some listener questions. <laughs> and I, I keep rambling on and we keep getting sidetracked. So the next one is buying everyone gifts. So I don't know if this is like a stressor, but we don't buy everyone gifts. We buy gifts for the kids, not for the adults. I don't buy gifts for the kids on my my side. We only do gift exchange for the kids on my husband's side. Oh, really? Yeah. So my family stopped doing gifts the year that I married my husband. And I think that's because my sister didn't want to buy gifts for Big and Little Jay. Oh, that's right. I remember you said that. We do gifts for everybody, like even the adults. There are no other kids on my husband's side of the family besides um, Miss A and T. And then on my side of the family, it's just Miss A and her cousin that's six weeks younger than her. So we haven't had a kid Christmas over there yet. But so we buy everybody presents, like adults included. And it can definitely get stressful, but um, I would definitely say don't let it get super stressful because if you can't buy an adult a gift, 
they will understand and it will be okay. If it's like a financial thing or just that you don't have time, just skip it. Yeah, right. Like, and, you know, I keep talking about my stressful day. Like I put stress on myself because I need to get a gift for my son's teacher. It's like, I don't have to do that. I want to do that. Right. You know, and my boss was talking to me how she's got to get a gift for her hairdresser. I'm like, oh, fuck, is that what, like, are you meant to do that? Like, I'm seeing my hairdresser today. Am I meant to get her a gift? Like, is that what people do? <laughs> people, like, definitely do that. I used to be a hairdresser and people brought me gifts a lot. And I also used to work, like, at a doctor's office and people brought, like, our office gifts a lot, too. So I feel like it just, like, depends on the person. I know I received gifts working in retail for my regular customers because I was in, like, a... A well, business yeah. where people came like daily, weekly, bi daily, whatever. So I did receive gifts then, but I was like, I never thought about like buying my hairdresser a gift, but I really need to because she like feeds Miss K snacks every time she's there. So I need to like oh. stock her and her kids up on snacks. Yeah. That would be a great gift for her. Just like fill a gift bag with some snacks. Yeah. I think I might do it. And I'll just, cause she works from home. So I'll just like leave it like Christmas gift bag by her house. Yeah. That's cute. I like that. Um, so our next one is holidays are hard. Our time changes every year and it's always a fight. How to deal this. I could have written that one. That is my life. And I, I don't know how to deal. The thing is, if if you know that like Karen doesn't stick to the schedule, I know it's really hard because other people want to make plans, but maybe don't make plans or throw in her face and go, no, as per the custody order or as per the court order or as per the parenting plan, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And I would also suggest, which is something we started doing is like um, a month before Thanksgiving, if you are in the US, text and make your, in writing, make your Thanksgiving and Christmas plans and then always just like refer back to them. So like, screenshot it or whatever and then just um you know if she tries to change it be like nope this is what we agreed on we need to sk- stick yeah. to this um and it it helps because we had our bio mom over here be like oh i hadn't heard from you on our plans this week and we were like no we made plans for this uh like a month ago so don't start with that <laughs> Right. It's like, you know how I tell you that, like, I believe that Karen 2.0 was the one messaging me on the parenting app. I received a message going, hey, Tony, just want to touch base with you about the school holidays, because I know this year is a little different because normally it's like we do week on week off. We do two, two, one, one. Right. But I was like, no, I'm not doing that this year. Like, I want a block of time, like whatever. And I said, it's as per the calendar in the parenting app. But we agreed on it like almost 12 months ago. Like we agreed on it by the time summer was over last year. So that's why I went back to like it's as per the calendar. We locked it in because I literally sent a proposed custody schedule for the Christmas school holidays. So if you're in Australia, the same thing. If you haven't done it before the American Thanksgiving, get it in by the American Thanksgiving to schedule your six weeks. And if your kids are in high school, you're looking at at least eight or 10 weeks off. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's like primary school, seven and eight have six weeks off. Nine and 10 have, I think, um, seven or eight weeks off. And then 11 has like nine or 10 weeks off. That's crazy. I think I'm pretty sure everyone here has the same. I think it's like 10 weeks for everybody. Changes because like year 12 finishes in like November, like around Thanksgiving. And then year 11 finishes a week or two after that. And then year 10 finishes like a week or two after that. And then the rest of them finish. I gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. So 
the other thing I would recommend is drink wine. Drink wine and breathe. And, you know, today I was kind of that stressed that I went, why do I no longer smoke cigarettes? Like I was that worked up. I was like, I can really go a cigarette right now. Not recommending taking up smoking. Like it's a hard habit to kick. But, you know, if you're in the States, I know in some states in the United States, edibles are legal. So maybe do Mm -hmm. an edible or two. Yeah, I totally uh, support that. I um I've often been like so stressed that I think like why don't I have any like vices like I need to get one of them. So the next one is how do you deal with the constant hate and kids getting caught up in it? You need to remind yourself that the kids are not the other parent. Yeah, and if it's the other parent getting the kids caught up in all that hate. I feel like trying to like separate it and just giving them like a mm-hmm. really good Christmas at your house. It's probably the only thing you can do. Absolutely. And if it's your bio kid, because I know that we have a few bio stepmoms on here like me with yours, mine and ours. Like I really struggle sometimes because my son looks like his father. And if he's giving me attitude, all I see is his father. And I have to take a step back and remind myself that this is my child and it's not his fault that he looks and acts like his father. Right. Exactly. I have to do that with T sometimes too, because when he makes like his little whiny faces, he looks exactly like his mom. And I'm like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with in-laws who barely speak to you, but are now close with the ex-wife? And the way she put now makes me think that they weren't close with her before, but they are now. Cut them off. Yeah. That's what we did because- Karen was not close with my stepmother-in-law or my stepsister-in-law or my father-in-law until my husband walked out on her. Uh, Okay, saying walked out on isn't really, that's not really. They mutually agreed that they needed to go their separate ways. But until he left her, Karen wanted nothing to do with his family. And then he stuck to them like glue. And because we cut them off when they wouldn't distance themselves from her and her suctioning onto them, we just cut them off. Like, yeah. we don't even know if we're seeing my husband's father this Christmas. Oh, that's a shame. But like I said to my husband, I was like, do you want to organize something with your dad? And he goes, no, he can reach out to me. He yeah. can make the effort. So it's just strange to like reach out to your ex's parents and like start attaching yourself to them, though. I can't imagine that. Yeah. Could you imagine me like clinging on to Big K's grandparents and be like, hey, they fucking hate me. Like, <laughs> like. And that's just like, I did nothing wrong in the relationship. I wasn't the one who was screwing around. I left the toxic, abusive relationship. But in their eyes, their son is an angel. So, of course, you know, the next one is how to have healthy boundaries with high conflict bio mom during holidays. Minimal contact. Yeah, definitely minimal contact. Boundaries are hard with high conflict bio parents. Mm-hmm. Like, does everyone remember the story I told about how last Christmas I had to enter Karen's house because Miss K needed to go to the toilet and she wouldn't oh, yeah. go in without me? Yeah. Awkward. So my boundary, though, is I've said to my husband, Karen is not setting foot inside my house. Yeah, I have that same boundary. You know, she's entered my house before because the kids have introduced, like, asked her to come in and look at their Christmas presents. So to my husband, I said, I don't want to hear in here. Like, go, boy, is your mother's here? Walk them out. Like, have them ready to go because I don't want her walking into my house. Right. Yeah, it's your safe space and that's totally fair. Um, The next one is... Next one is gift giving. High conflict by a mom always tries to make it a contest. I feel like that's very common. It is very common. And this is something because someone 
like someone posted about this and I think it's like this new up and coming page and she's a family lawyer. I want to, I've recently connected with her on Instagram on my page and I wanted to ask her to come on the podcast maybe next year, but she's talking about co-parenting and I can't remember the name of her account, but she was saying how like, it's good if you can communicate on parent, like on presence for the child. But the problem we had is when my husband, like Big case father and I never communicated. We bought entirely separate gifts, never communicated. Sometimes he got the same thing. Sometimes he didn't. Luckily, never from Santa. But my husband, when he first separated from Karen, she would want to communicate on gifts. So on the years that we'd have the boys in the morning, she would outdo them. But on the years that she had them in the morning, she would then buy what we said we'd already got them. So by the time they got to our house, they're like, we got this this morning from mum. Yeah, that is so unfair for the kids. Like, you don't necessarily need to communicate on what you're getting them. So there's no duplicates, but don't do it on purpose. Absolutely. Like if you're purposely not wanting to, then sure. But we've We've found more peace in not communicating, but the contest, I get it. My husband loves to one-up the other house, and that's why he went out and bought the kids a Nintendo Switch. That's too stressful. But in saying that, gift-giving is his love language, and I've learned that about him. Like My love language is physical touch. His is gift-giving. If he could buy me all the gifts in the world, he would. And it's like every time that I've been down or depressed about something, he's like, let's go shopping. Oh. That's his answer to it. And that that's right. when I've cued on, like, like, I'd be down and depressed about something. He'd be like, let's go shopping. And he'd be like, oh, let me buy this for you. And I'm like, that's your love language. It's the right. gift giving. So that's why he goes overboard at Christmas because he just wants to make everything perfect for everyone. Right. Which I actually bought him, like, the most novelty coffee mug today. It's a Seinfeld coffee mug. But... Normally we don't buy each other gifts. Like it's normally something we need, but today I was shopping. And if you're familiar with Seinfeld, you'd know the the saying, it's like serenity now. And that's all it says on it. And then it says Seinfeld. So I bought him that coffee mug and I'm going to wrap it up and it, it will be an actual gift from me to him rather than from the kids to him. But yeah, so like I bought him this little gift and I'm hoping that he'll see it as that's me trying to replicate his love language because I know that that's what his love language is. Um, But our next one is how do you get through the last minute schedule changes around the holidays? Lock it in. Lock it in early. Don't allow for last minute schedule changes because you would have locked it in at least four weeks in advance. Definitely locking it in is the best advice. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next one is what do you do if you need to travel to see family? I feel like I'll never celebrate a holiday with my family again and it makes me sad. So as I said, I welcome my family to come to me and I'm not that far away from my family. I don't get to see my extended family on Christmas. I haven't in a very long time, but I invite my family to come to me. It makes it hard when you split the day. If you're doing every other year, great. But if you're splitting the day, welcome your family to join you. Because if they're not also in blended families, they'll understand the difficulty and understand that you've got kids, you only have them for half the day, and they'll be willing to make the trip to you. Yeah. I would also say that if you do live further away from your family, like I do, if you're not doing every other year, it is like practically impossible to go and see your family. So although it would be... I don't know. It might seem over the top to like try and change like the schedule or whatever. You could do Christmas Eve one day or with one family and Christmas Day with the other family. The traveling would suck, but you could make it work. 
or mm-hmm. um, just celebrate with your family on a, on a different day. Because I'm in the same situation. Well, that's what we do with the splitting of the day, right? It's mm-hmm. we have the kids leading up to Christmas, or we have them after Christmas. So if we don't do, see people on Christmas Day, we normally see them Christmas Eve or Boxing Day, right? Because we either have them the beginning of Christmas or the end of or the end of Christmas. So when we have them Christmas Eve, we'll do something with one family that year and Boxing Day the following year, right? Yeah, I mean that's really all you can do. And it really mm-hmm. does suck to feel like you're never going to see your family again. I've totally been there. Especially if you're close with your family. Like with me, you know, yeah, okay, cool. It'd be really cool to see my family. I think it'd be really cool for my kids to spend time with their cousins. But I'm not overly close with my family. Like mm-hmm. my family is the family I made with like my friends and stuff. They're the people that have been there for me through thick and thin. So they're the people I'd much rather, you know, see and spend time with. For sure. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. All right, so we've been rambling for a really long time, so let's just jump straight into some holiday tips that we may not have covered in our listener questions. Okay, so don't stress too much about when you celebrate. I've talked about this like 10 times already, but you can still celebrate Mm -hmm. Christmas even if it's not on actual Christmas Day. Exactly. Like I just said, we celebrate Christmas Eve or Boxing Day or in the weeks before or the weeks after. Exactly. Uh, just skipping if there's a child's birthday. Don't celebrate Christmas on the child's birthday. Yeah. Remember that the holiday is for the kids. Keep them at the forefront of your mind while making plans and schedules. Schedule time away if you need to. You're allowed to take a break and step away if things get too hectic. And that goes for everything. Even if bio moms need to step away for 10 minutes, go do that. Exactly. Like I was freaking out and it wasn't even stepmom related stuff today. It was bio mom stuff that was stressing me out. I need to take a step break. Back, I turned around to everyone and said, don't touch me, don't talk to me, just let me do my washing in peace and leave me alone. <laughs> right. So the next one is let your partner make the plans for his family if it feels like it's too much. Absolutely. Yeah. I think women in general fall into this where they end up being the ones to make plans, but let your husband do it. Absolutely. I let my husband sort things out with his family. I sort things out with my family. He sorts out his family. Exactly. Talk to your partner about your expectations from each other and lean on him if you need the support. Create traditions with your blended family. It doesn't need to be Elf on the Shelf. You can do whatever you want. It could be not doing Elf on the Shelf. Another tradition that I don't know if I've talked about is I used to do like the Christmas Eve box with Big K, but then when I had to, like I didn't always have him on Christmas Eve, I started doing December 1st box or it was like the day we put the Christmas tree up box. I didn't do it this year because I was just overwhelmed working bit slack but you know I fill it with their Christmas shirt for that year and I do an advent calendar a Christmas book a Christmas movie fill it with snacks because when we do have them on Christmas Eve I tend to let them eat dinner in front of the TV like I do up one of my snack plates we eat dinner in front of the TV I make them like chocolate milkshakes similar to like the Starbucks peppermint mocha frappuccino but with no coffee in it and like yeah, get them all like these Christmas looking treats and let them eat it and watch a Christmas movie until they all pass out and go to bed. Right. That's so we are deciding to do that. It's like the December 1st box, but obviously not going to be on December 1st because we didn't have tea. But we're doing that this coming up weekend where we give them a box with, because we get them, we get tea and ornament every year. And then we put like a little tree in his room. So we're doing that where they get Christmas pajamas and an ornament. And yeah, then they'll open it together and uh, they'll be able to like wear their Christmas pajamas all season. I love that. We got our first Christmas together. We got personalized ornaments with everyone's name on it. 
And then obviously Miss K got her new one. I do have one. I don't have them for Big and Little J, but I do have when Big K was born, I got him one with his name and the year of his first Christmas. So I did get one, like a keepsake one for Miss K, which doesn't get hung on the tree, but I have it and it stays with our Christmas ornaments. And then like, I'll give it to her when she's older. Mm-hmm. But I do have one from our first year together and it says 2018 and it has these three little heads on it and it has the boys' names. And then I have one that's 2020 and it has all four of the kids' names Aww, on it. That's cute. That's really cute. And then like um, when the kids make stuff at Christmas, they chuck like the Christmas ornaments they make at school, they put them on the tree. Oh, that's funny. That's cute though. Um, and then our last yeah. one is, of course, it's our advice on every single episode, drop your expectations from mom or the bio kids. Absolutely. Well, just a quick wrap up. So the reason that I've talked about while I'm so stressed today is because I'm doing mediation again tomorrow because I seem to not be able to communicate with my co-parent. And it took for my husband to point out to me that I have mediation tomorrow. And that's why I'm actually acting like an anxious, crazy person. But my good news, my exciting news is that <laughs> I'm not wearing my engagement ring, but my engagement ring got back from the came back from the jeweler. So it fits my finger again. And I got quoted for two wedding bands and it's within our budget. So I'm going to have two wedding bands to put either side of it now. So I'm so excited. That is exciting. And it's, it's less for two wedding bands than what we were quoted four years ago. Really? That's surprising. Also, we had an appointment before we eloped. We had an appointment with our jeweler who made my engagement ring, but he was sick. So his like sales assistant was doing it and she was too busy telling me what I wanted. And I said, no, that's not what I want. And she quoted me like four grand for an engagement ring, like for a wedding band with white diamonds. And I said, I don't want white diamonds. That's not what I want. So we walked out without purchasing anything. And then when we went and stayed in the city for our anniversary, we went to see our jeweler and he, I said, look, this is what I want. And he was like, oh my God, that sounds fantastic. It's going to make your center stone pop because I have the black stone as my engagement ring rather than a white diamond. And right. so I'm just excited. I'm excited that, you know, hopefully this year we'll get them made. Yeah, that is exciting. I hope you get them. So, but anyway, lovelies, that wraps up our festive journey through the ins and outs of blended family Christmas. We hope you found inspiration, a few laughs, and maybe a trick or two for smooth holiday sailing. As we venture back into the season's hustle and bustle, we want to wish every one of you a joyful, love-filled holiday with your blended family. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share your thoughts with us. Your feedback makes our podcast slay. Our next episode will be coming out on Christmas Day, so if you need a break, pop in those AirPods and take a walk will be your support. Until next time, stay warm, stay festive, and keep making those unforgettable memories in your unique blended family. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Raising His Kids. Bye.